this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Welcome to the award-winning Interest in Health and Safety podcast, making health and safety as important as everything else we do in business. And now your host, health and safety specialist, mentor and speaker, Colin Nottage. Hi there, it's Colin Nottage here and welcome to the Interesting Health and Safety podcast. Oh my God, this is episode 200 and there should be razzmatazz, there should be fanfares, we should be going do 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 but in actual fact, um, we're not, um, because, you know, I'm really proud of what we've done, okay, you know, we've had a two-year anniversary, we've had our 200th episode, um, but really it's just about putting out some great content, and uh, and that's what I want to do today. I want to I give you a story today about um, about just something that's happened really recently in my life, and I think one of the things that, that is so important about, you know, being a, a good quality modern health and safety professional, and for me, it's, it's you don't need to be the expert okay as a health and safety professional you don't need to be the know-it-all you don't need to be the one that has all of the all of the knowledge and all of the understanding from a health and safety perspective what you need to be do is you need to be a good facilitator i think um and so we've been doing um we've been doing some work with uh with a client um a really nice client working in in a relatively high risk business quite a high risk organization lots of moving plant lots of moving machinery um and we've been able to do this whole process remotely. We've been able to do it via, via, um, via teams. And, and what we've done is we've, we've got the, I suppose the, the management team together. No, no, that's not true. Actually, what we've got is we've got a blend of the management team and, and the, and the employees, the people at the sharp end of the business together to, to really, um, you know, to really talk about the stuff that we have significant risk, the stuff that has got, um, you know that has got got an opportunity for somebody getting seriously injured or killed, um, and and what we've done is 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 really it's, it's it's been really really nice and simple. Okay, we've been looking at risk assessment and and method statements. Okay, but typically if you if you're going to do if you're going to look at risk assessments and method statements. The first thing you do is you is you dig out the risk assessment and the method statement that you've uh, that you've got and you and you have a look at it and you you know and you start to start to look at it and and we said no let's do this differently let's do this another way around and what we're not going to do is we're not going to um, we're not going to look at the paperwork at all to start with we're just going to get the people together you know we're sitting them down in a, in a room as I say we're doing it on Teams I also use this little app called Miro which is really great you know you can you can pull over these uh, these tabs and and start to type away and basically we just encourage the people both the management and the employees in the business to just talk about the jobs that they had going on the, the jobs with significant risk um, and we did one at a time we just did one at a time and and just started off you know what does what does a good day look like you know when you've got um you know when you've got everything that's going well you know what does that really look like and also then we said, okay then, so we know what a good day looks like. What does a challenging day look like? What's the difference between a good day and a challenging day? And then and then how often do you as a business spend your time, you know, in the good day or in a challenging day? If you're if you're finding that for these higher risk jobs you're spending a lot of time in the challenging day, then you you probably need to plan things a little bit better. We then have a look at, you know, well, what frustrates you? You know, what frustrates the people on the job? And it's an absolute goal. Just asking that question, what frustrates you? draws out loads of stuff you know people just really you know really start to open up and you know and tell us you know where the issues where the problems are 
Um, and I'll give you some examples of this uh, this in a minute. Um, you know what things are predictable, what things are unpredictable. You know how you know how how consistently can we, can we do the work? How consistently can we do it? Um, what do we do to make the job easier? Um, how easy is it to make mistakes? What's the worst thing that could happen? And then, and we'd, so all the time, what we're doing, just by asking these these really, really open questions, we're just getting loads and loads of knowledge about that particular job, about that task, putting it down, dropping it down into the, uh, you know, into the Miro, and just sort of building this, building this picture. And then say, okay, then, you know, so we've got all this information in here. Now let's compare the information that we've got written down here with actually what is written in the uh, in the safe system of work, the method statement and the risk assessment, and let's see how how doable are the procedures. You know, how easy is it to, to actually do what we're saying? What do we need to change? And and it was an amazing. It was it's been an amazing process. We've actually had uh, we've had uh, four sessions. You know, we've got a whole load planned with this company. We've had four sessions, and some of the stuff that's coming out. You know, and this this whole I suppose this whole work is perceived and work is done. The way that the the, the method statement was written compared to how the guys actually did the work it was was quite a long way apart. And you know, and some of the things that were frustrating people. You know, like you know. The, you know the area not being not being ready for them to go in and do the maintenance. Say on a you know if they're doing some work inside one of the machines, you know because it hadn't been cleaned down properly. You know just getting that planning going. You know having the right tools. You know just simple things like having the right tools for the job. You know can make such a make such a difference. And so what we started to do is is into the into the um uh, the the method statement is actually start to have stuff that had to happen maybe the day before the actual job was going ahead, you know, so the, so the, the method statement started before the day of the job, you know, I was actually saying, well, let's get this site ready. Let's get the site prepared the day before ready for when we're going to start work the following morning. And, um, you know, and it was a real eye opener for people, things like, you know, planned and preventative maintenance, you know, how much of an impact that can have. If you can regularly go in and clean bits of equipment down, then it makes it so much easier when you're coming to do the actual difficult work on the uh, on the maintenance day because you can get to the nuts and the bolts and all that kind of stuff. Right tools, as I said, is you know, is is it was it was a real big thing. And also, you know, just some of the controls, you know, there was a bit of working at height that was going on and 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 it was very, very easy to just say, you know, we're going to use harness and uh, a lanyard. But when we started to explore, okay, then, well, if, if somebody did need that lanyard and that harness, and they were they were suspended, then how easy is it to get that to get down? Sorry, my dog, my dog's just getting involved in this one. Um, but how easy is it to get that person down? And and on a couple of the sites, in a couple of locations, it wasn't straightforward, and so there needed to be a little bit more work completed, a little bit more work done to actually get a document that was of real value. And then it just then comes down to, you know, especially from things like emergency, you know, the emergency process, you know, you know, having a having a rescue team, you know, and getting, you know, when did they last do a drill? You know, when did these people last actually try and rescue somebody from a difficult location? And, um, you know, and again, it was uh, it was really interesting to hear the, the responses that were coming back. You know, so, so for me, you know, um, you know, if you're going to be looking at risk assessment, if you're going to be looking at safe systems of work, method statements, that kind of stuff, you know, don't just dry, dive straight into the filing cabinet and get the uh, you know get the document out and, and do the review with the document in front of you because because what it does is it takes you down the same route that you were already down, you know park it put it to one side, sit down talk to the people that are doing the job, you know get some amazing amazing content amazing feedback from them, and then prepare or, or then compare that back to the document that you had 
and you will probably find that there's a whole load of changes that you need to make to make that uh, to make that that document more more user friendly, more useful to the people that are doing the job. Hey, you know that's a uh, that's just a, a little bit for me. Um, our two hundredth episode uh, is uh, you know as I say we're not uh, we're not blowing um, um, uh, t- uh, tutors or setting streamers off. You know, we just want to provide you with, with great content. Hopefully you've found something of interest in this one. And, uh, you know, and thanks a lot for listening. If you could please subscribe, you know, um, or share this uh, this episode, then it would be really, really appreciated. Um, I'd just like a little thank you from our uh, sponsors. Um, we're sponsored by uh, Project Miletium. Uh, and please check out www.projectmiletium.com. Um, Project Miletium is a, is a community for health and safety professionals. If you're if you want to enter the career, the uh, the community or the profession, or you're um you know you're fairly new to the profession, then the, then there's something there for you. You know if you if you're at a crossroads in your career, or if you're towards the end of the career and you want to give back, then this this amazing community you know is there for people to to really share their experiences, um you know share their successes, um discuss opportunities to improve. We have a weekly community calls. You know, we have two two calls every week. Um, we have a, a philosophy call. We have a uh, a monthly book club and a quarterly mastermind. Uh, all of it's done via Zoom. It's really, really easy to access. Some greater resources on the website as well. So please check out www.projectmiletium.com. Um, you know, we've just been uh, voted by HSE people of one of the uh, 10 most uh, influential health and safety sort of communities in the world. So please check us out, you know, get involved. You know, we'd love to have you as part of our community. Hey, thank you very much. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast. You can follow and engage on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching the Interesting Health and Safety Community or go to www.influentialmg.com. And remember, let's make health and safety as important as everything else we do in business. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilised in the real world as the only solution available, as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Colin Nottage. (laughs) 